Welcome to the Striving from Stillness podcast, where you will learn how to step out of overwhelm, anxiety, and stress so you can maximize the positive impact you have within your work, family, and community while fully enjoying your life. I'm your host, Anna Pantano, a certified mindfulness instructor and life coach. Every other week, you'll learn a new mindfulness practice to build the strong internal foundation needed to be productive and resilient from a place of peace. During the other episodes, I will share valuable personal growth insights from my 20 years of obsessing over how to create a better life while staying deeply connected to my family and running a successful business. For today's episode, make yourself comfy and get ready to explore the world of mindfulness. For the last episode of season one on the Striving from Stillness podcast, I wanted to address those pesky little thoughts that everyone struggles with, whether it be during a meditation, yoga, while you're trying to sleep, pay attention to a loved one, or focus on something you know is important, yet you have a hard time because things like last night's fight with your partner, the upcoming conversation with your boss, or those medical results you're waiting for just won't stop coming into your mind. These thoughts not only keep us in our stress response, but they are often the number one reason I hear that people think they can't meditate. But before we jump into the content of the episode, I wanted to pause to celebrate and thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Whether you have only heard one, two, or many of the episodes, the fact that you take the time to listen to content like this tells me something about you. It tells me you know an easier way of being in this thing we call life is possible, and you, my friend, are willing to put in some time and effort to explore how to make that happen. To you, that may not seem like a big deal, but I can tell you that the majority of the population often doesn't make that effort, so I hope you'll take a moment to applaud yourself, at least a little, but hopefully a lot, for taking steps to try to feel better to maybe even tap into the magic that life can have if you're willing to do the work to see it, and most importantly, for not giving up on yourself. I know you have a choice of what to do with your time, and I sincerely hope and encourage you to celebrate every time you do something that will enhance your life. And along the lines of celebration, I'm going to celebrate for a moment, and I hope you'll celebrate with me that today's episode makes number 43 of weekly episodes that have been published since November 10th of 2022, when Striving from Stillness was launched. I'll include some of my most listened to podcasts as resources in the show notes, along with some of my personal favorites if you want to go back and explore. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart for listening. And if you haven't left a review, and this is kind of hard for me to ask, but if you haven't left a review and you feel called to leave a five-star review or write a review on Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate it. And doing so also helps other people find the podcast while encouraging them to give it a try. As one of my favorite personal development people, Brendan Burchard says, be a person who shares good in this world. And that is my sincere hope. That if something on this podcast has been helpful to you, then please take a moment to share it with at least one person that could use some mindfulness or encouragement in their life. So without further ado, let's jump into addressing one of my clients' biggest barriers to meditating, and maybe it's one of yours, or 
practicing mindfulness. And that's our thoughts. So first off, let me start with saying, even the most seasoned meditator or mindfulness practitioner has thoughts that pop up during meditations and in life in general. The difference does not lie in the amount of thoughts, but instead within what is done with those thoughts and often the quality of the thoughts. Most people in general have thousands of thoughts swirling around in their head at any given time. And unfortunately, until attention is brought to your thoughts and you intentionally make an effort to disrupt the negative ones in order to consciously bring in more positive ones or create space between those thoughts, the things we think tend to be energy draining at best and destructive at worst. Side note, if this is you, I share this so you understand that you are not alone. You are not some strange, dysfunctional person who can't get a grip on their thoughts. In fact, you are what I would say is human. You are a pretty typical human that is run by their negativity bias, a part of our brain that is there to protect us from danger or bad things that may hurt us. But in modern day, with access to so much external information, our negativity bias creates more stress, unfortunately, than is often necessary because many of the things we're worried about or anxious about do not directly affect us. And even when they do, I promise you that learning to handle those things minus the added stress, anxiety, and fear, which just compounds a problem, will serve you well. It will not only decrease your overall stress, but also give you the capability to tackle any challenge that comes your way with more ease and accuracy. So today, we're not going to necessarily talk about how to shift out of negative thoughts into more pleasant ones, although the skill I will teach you today is the first step and to be able to do that. It is the foundation of being able to place some space in between our running stream of thoughts so we actually have a choice. In fact, many people report not even realizing that they have so many thoughts in the first place until they take a moment to pause, to be mindful, or meditate. It isn't until then that they become aware of the negative stream of thoughts that are constantly playing in the background. Because of this, the temptation can be to avoid getting still or quiet for any length of time. This is why being chronically busy or scrolling on your phone every moment you're not actively engaged in an activity is so tempting. In the short term, it seems easier, seems more pleasant, maybe even less stressful. But many studies have shown that that running tape of thoughts still creates stress in the body, even when you're not actively paying attention to them, which in turn depletes your energy and immune system. And looking at media, whether it be TV or internet, really doesn't rejuvenate the body like taking a true break does. So if you haven't already discovered how important it is to start working with your thoughts, I hope some of what I'm saying will motivate you to begin to learn this skill. And if you've already found something that works, well, great, keep doing what works. And hopefully I'll share another technique with you that you can tuck away for that day when maybe your regular method just isn't working quite as well. And as a reminder, the more we practice anything, the easier it gets. In this case, the practice of noticing the thoughts pausing and then redirecting our attention to something helps to create more space in between the thoughts. 
you'll start to weaken those neural pathways that create the constant stream of negative thoughts in the first place, and then strengthen the pathways to something either more positive or in the present moment, which is where our mind and body can actually relax where it can shift in the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the essential nervous system for health and well-being. It is where our body has the opportunity to rest, digest, integrate everything that goes on throughout our day, and repair. Last week, I shared a guided meditation that focused on linking words to your inhale and linking another word to your exhale as a way to stay anchored in the present moment. It essentially gives your mind a task so you can focus on the meditation instead of being distracted by your stream of thoughts. I encourage you to give it a try if being distracted by thoughts is something you struggle with during meditation or really any time throughout your day. Then on June 22nd in episode 38, I discussed how to label your thoughts, again, to give your busy mind something to do with the thoughts versus getting carried away with them or distracted by them. These are both great practices that can help us stay in the present moment. But what can we do if thoughts pops up, for example, during a body scan or breathing meditation, or even when we're sitting in a meeting or a class and should be paying attention to the material, not following our train of thoughts? Well, here are a few things you can do to acknowledge a thought, but not get stuck ruminating on it or going down a rabbit hole with the thought. Like most mindfulness practices, they can be easiest to learn during a quiet time that is not full of distraction. But once the practice is internalized or understood, where it becomes more of a habit, these techniques can be done really almost anywhere and at any time when you need to pause your thoughts so you can pay attention to what's going on in the present moment, or even just stop an unhealthy line of thinking so you can stop the energy draining effect that having thoughts can have on the body and mind. So here they are. I will list them in the show notes so you don't have to write them down. The first one is for anyone that has ever watched the news channel and seen what has been called a news ticker, ticker tape, or sometimes referred to as a crawler. It is typically at the bottom of the screen and contains information that scrolls by. It has been used for such things as weather, school closures, other breaking news, stock market information, and so on. So in your mind, instead of being attached to your thoughts and exploring them, you would simply see the words or thoughts going by like they do at the bottom of a TV screen. Another technique is linked to our modern use of phones. It is to imagine yourself swiping closed or deleting tabs, apps, or screens that you have opened. Some email providers also use this method for deleting or archiving emails. So in your head, you would imagine your fingers swiping any thoughts to the side, deleting or closing them mentally. You can also visualize filling up a balloon with all your thoughts and then watching that balloon float away, getting smaller and smaller as it gets farther away. When I've used this method, I like to imagine myself in a meadow or in the mountains, something relaxing at the same time. Sometimes I even imagine myself laying down watching the thoughts float into a balloon and the balloon starts to float away as it gets full. If after your balloon floats away, more thoughts come, you simply fill up another balloon. Another fun one is to imagine you're having a dinner party and the thoughts are your guests. Some of the thoughts you let in. They're pleasant to be with and supportive of what you're doing. They entertain each other and you don't have to do much but acknowledge them or greet them. 
For the unwanted thoughts, you treat them like unwanted guests. You either simply shut the door with ease, not with force, when they come, or if they insist on coming in, you choose to ignore them. Don't try to forcibly remove them. Maybe they sit at a table or they're in a corner until they get bored and leave, or you simply choose not to serve them. Either way, you don't give them any of your energy because there are more important guests to pay attention to. If it isn't negative thoughts that enter your space during your meditation, but instead ideas that you wish to hold on to, consider having a piece of paper and a pen or journal next to you so you can step out of your meditation for a moment and jot that idea or thought down. Then simply return to the meditation or start over. If you don't want to disrupt your meditation in that way, you can task your mind to remember whatever is important for you to know after the meditation is over. You would set this intention before you start and then practice trusting that you will remember whatever you need to remember. If you're religious or spiritual, you can even say a prayer beforehand, asking God, universe, or your spirit guides to help you remember any messages that are important that come up as a result of the meditation. Oftentimes, we either will not give ourselves permission to take a break from the meditation or trust that we'll remember the positive thoughts, creative ideas, or solutions that can sometimes present during stillness. We will be creating unnecessary stress during the meditation. Part of being mindful is learning to be flexible, less rigid about how we do things, which gives us the ability to be actually more resilient outside of our meditations and makes it easier to pivot when needed. When you approach mindfulness meditation in this way, the quote distractions during a meditation actually become a part of the practice and deepen our ability to meditate. There are many other ways to play with your thoughts during meditations. Any anchor or thing you bring your attention back to when you notice you have started to follow your thoughts can be used. The common ones are noticing your breath, noticing the sensations in your body, focusing on a sound or music. And the sound can be as simple as the air conditioning unit or other constant background noise. You may choose to gaze at a candle or picture, and every time you notice you're thinking of something else, simply bring your attention back to that focal point. Bottom line though, you are not a bad meditator, you are not broken, and there is nothing wrong with you if you cannot quiet the mind. You are simply human. That's it. You are human and the mind can be trained over time and with practice to have more positive thoughts, more space between those thoughts, and even have times of no thoughts. And in place of those thoughts, your mind can start to appreciate the pure enjoyment and sometimes magic of the present moment around you. Thank you for joining me today on Striving from Stillness. If you found value in this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review it on Apple Podcast or simply share with a friend. It helps the podcast grow so more people can find it and it won't take you long. I sincerely appreciate your support from the bottom of my heart. I hope you'll join me again as we explore how to be productive, successful, and happy from a place of peace. I believe if you found this podcast, there is something wonderful tugging on your heart that will make this world a better place. I hope I can support you on your journey to get your work 
and your gift out into the world so you can make the impact and difference you were born to make.